0: a number one best-selling author whose whole life has been about
1: supporting people to achieve personal empowerment helping people just like you recognize that they can
0: hello there it's Gina Gardner here and I'm your host on passionate world radio I'm an international best-selling author my name's Gina Gardner and you may have listened to uh, our genuine chats before now I'm joined as always by my good friend Rachel Davidson, who is also an international best-selling author. Her book, *The Point of Me*, and my latest book, *Thriving Not Surviving: The Five Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success, and Fulfillment*, are on Amazon and all good book <laughs> book uh, bookstores. So, what's our theme today? Mm. Are you a mountain climber yeah. or a mountain observer? Yeah. Do you know what you are, and do you know what the impact of both approaches to life Mm. could be. And thought would be a good theme to look at because particularly if you're in the world of business, you're almost forced to be a mountain climber. And by that, I mean to be goal-oriented, to no sooner have you achieved one goal that you are pushed into the next and the next. And often these are overlapping one another. Yeah. So there is no time to stop, to reflect, to observe, Mm -hmm. to actually catch yourself up, to live in the moment. It's always about the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Yes. And I think that the most efficient organisations actually allow there to be time and, in fact, encourage time for people to reflect, to take a breath before they move on to the next thing. Yeah. But in the hurry to make profits in the hurry to get things done. I think many organisations and many people Mm -hmm. miss out on the benefits of taking stock, living in the moment, Mm -hmm. recognising that we need that space to get a sense of true perspective Mm -hmm. and to recognise what's important, Mm -hmm. to see the wood for the trees and to move on.
1: Because we're, we're sort of borrowing this analogy of mountain climbing uh, versus mountain observing from a, um, a celebrity in the UK who's given up his top-notch, yes. you know, prime-time um, broadcasting slot. And he used this analogy to de- describe you know, the shock yes. news when he decided to, to uh, stop being um, the presenter of this yes. prime-time. And, and everybody was very shocked because you know, he, he's achieved a great deal, got masses, millions yes. and millions of listeners. Why would you want to go and start it all again with questions? And he explained it by saying, I'm a mountain climber and I don't like observing the mountains when I get there. So when I get to the top of whatever mountain, yes. the goal that he's set himself, he likes to quickly move on to the next mountain. Yeah. And I found that quite interesting because it slightly implied that to sit on top of a mountain and to celebrate your to relax and celebrate the achievement of getting to the top of the mountain almost didn't seem point, you know, didn't have a point for him. And that's quite it's interesting, isn't it? It is not it That it is. have you know, done all of that hard work but and then always be like, you know, whatever, next, on to the
0: next one. But don't you think we're conditioned? And actually, probably our children are currently in the educational system, mm. um, and I think it's the same in most Western cultures, that we from a very, very early age, we condition and we train our children to do just that yes and you know children arrive in school in the UK ever earlier they go into school at the age of rising five so yeah. some of them are only just four Yeah, and they're into the school system and although in that first year there's lots of creative play mm. very quickly they get into the system where mm-hmm. they are being assessed and if they haven't met these very narrow guidelines of uh, academic mountain yeah then they are deemed to fail
1: yeah I mean I, I do think that a lot of uh, Western um, education approach possibly even the the Eastern one as well I know I don't know that much about that but is focused on passing tests yes so those are the goals you set yep. and if you can pass tests
0: then, then you, you have effectively successful. been seen to be a successful mountain climber
1: yeah if you're not so good at passing tests yes if you're one of people who um, like to do a bit more observing Perhaps to just mix those metaphors, then, then you're considered by the system to not be so successful.
0: Well, I would go so far as to say, if you don't pass those narrow bands, mm. then you are deemed to have failed. Mm. And there is little opportunity for us to look at children around. Are they kind? Mm. Are they compassionate? Yes. yes. Um, are they able to um, to manage deferred gratification? Because yes. there's now great um, uh, levels of research which say that children who, who are able to manage to defer gratification actually do better in life yes. that they uh, put on less weight that they're more successful. yes you know can are we teaching our children the, the real benefits of being still? Mm. I mean one of the things that I can remember discussing when we were head, I was a head teacher was the, the challenge within schools, of competing with electronic toys and um, computer games and so on
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, because there were times when children needed to get through something which is perhaps boring, mm-hmm. routine
1: yeah.
0: or just to wait in order for something to be explained mm. and their need to be racing forward to be busy to be getting on yes I think has become much more evident than it ever was.
1: Yes, there is a there is uh, a societal demand for you to prove stuff through having lots of thoughts. Yes, and you and I have been quite interested recently in the Michael Neal's work. We and have it, indeed. The yes. space within, and of course, his mantra is about how you know you come into this world totally enough yeah. with all of the well-being and, and mental health um, that that you need, um, and then stuff happens to you and you start creating thoughts and then you start thinking of those thoughts as truths and and you forget actually yeah. the ability to go into the peace of yourself and, and do the observing.
0: I think it's important for uh, the people who are uh, engaged with us in this programme is to think about thoughts as stories. Yes. We make Mm -hmm. up stories about ourselves and we then look for evidence that that story is correct. And, of course, if you look for it, you're going to find it. Yeah. And whilst schools are great places, I think they are very good at saying to children, you're failing. Yeah. If you don't fit this mould, if you don't do this... As expected, when expected, yeah. then you have failed. Yeah. And for many children school is a torture. <laughs> yeah. um, and I think it's sad that the curriculum is getting narrower and narrower. I'm, I'm a chairman of the local sixth form college uh-huh. and with uh, government cups youngsters are not going to be able to do four mm. um, A-levels anymore. They'll have to do three, oh, wow. um, simply because the funding isn't there. Right. Um, it just seems to me that we're narrowing things down so that not mm. only are you becoming mountain climbers, but you have to climb this mountain. Yes. You don't even have a choice of which mountains you're going yeah. to. And, and to you climb. have to climb in a particular way. Absolutely, <laughs> using a, bit of, a particular bit of equipment. And if you take that going forward, I think that we are doing our, our children a huge disservice mm. in that they are not able to just be. Yeah. And to be fair, um, my own upbringing was very much, you know, if you were sitting there apparently doing nothing, it was always going to do something useful. Yeah. Um, and so one of the life lessons that has taken me a long time to learn... Mm. And I, it's still a work in progress. Is mm. the value of being, mm. of observing, yes. of taking stock. Yes. And, you know, we've been talking about children, but I think this works absolutely in the work context. Yeah. Um, that, you know, if you look at the levels of stress, you look at the amount of energy and time and money that's wasted because people rush in. Yeah. To doing something mm. in order to be seen to be climbing the mountain yeah. rather than taking stock and looking at what is it we really need and why is that important. Mm. We've talked a lot about what's the why, yeah. and so often that gets lost in the rush to be seen to be being yeah. productive.
1: When I was working for a big corporate companies um, in the field of project management of IT software and stuff, all of the methodologies. Even to na- even nowadays, they have it. They have like the final phase of the project where you're supposed to um, have a wrap up, yeah. And hopefully, part of that is a celebration. So yes. you know, you deal with the human connection side of the fact that people deliver yes. projects. Yes. And then you're supposed to do a bit of a lessons learned. you are supposed to do a little bit of a review of sort of what could we have done better. And yes. How could we have improved things? And it, it's fantastic intellectually. You think, yeah. That's a really good idea. We should do a lessons learned. The reality of actually sitting down and doing it, it never happened in any of the organisations I worked in. I could do a little bit of sort of self introspection about it, but it never happened in in an organisational sense. So, although the organisations give it a lot of lip service, the reality of the day to day push for, you know, constantly achieve and get on and do, and we haven't got time for that, and to actually be bold enough to say, no, no, we're actually going to spend two days thinking back of what we've done, you know, it's in the past, we can't change it, but actually thinking about it and observing, it, it. Yes. no, you see the pressure was always, no, no, don't waste that time, yes. you know, um, so there's a lot of sort of, you know, good talk in, in, in corporate organisation, in the organisation actually, about sort of the, the general idea of what you should do in terms of observe, but the day-to-day reality of busyness often yes. just pushes it off the uh, and it's interesting
0: because those organisations which do take time to reflect and I yeah. think we need to qualify this. Mm. There's reflection which is about blame. Oh yes. Which yeah. can be very damaging. Yeah. And then there is reflection which is about learning and development. Yeah. And I think it's important that we make that qualitative difference mm. because the one actually does nothing to move the organisation and the people within it forward. Mm whereas the other has the capacity to help individuals to develop their potential hugely, Mm -hmm. to develop teams. So I think this should be done at an organisational level or departmental level, Mm -hmm. at a team level. Did we reach our objectives? As a team, could we have worked even better together? Yes. And if so, and in which ways? Yes. You know, what are the lessons that we've learnt in terms of the different stages? Yes, could we have used resources better? And we live in times when resources have never been more precious. Yeah, and yet, for me, one of the things that I find so sad is that the resources are being used in a way which is wasteful. Yes. And one of the biggest resources I think that is wasted is, is the resource of goodwill yes yeah which yeah. takes a lot of creating but very little disrupt to, to destroy it yes that trust and that respect for people yes um, where people have given of their best yeah. and then you take it for granted and you throw it back and yes. say that's not enough yes. um yeah. I think that's very sad yeah I
1: totally
0: agree I also think that you know, while we're talking about this, you know, we, we can talk about this as children, we can talk mm-hmm. about this in organisations, uh-huh. but of course every individual has the responsibility for their own choices and their own actions and the way in which they operate within the world. Mm-hmm. Although many people, I don't think, take full advantage of the fact that mm-hmm. everything we do is a choice and even not choosing is a choice. Mm-hmm. And so for those people who are busy rushing to get to the next peak. Mm. I think, I hope that what will happen is that people who are engaged in in listening to what we're talking about will give themselves the opportunity to take a few moments to to stop, Mm. to allow themselves to become an observer of themselves and of their lives and of the way in which they operate. Yes. Now, that can be really scary if it's something you've never done.
1: That's why I think that perhaps sometimes these mountain climbers are actually trying to avoid. They they dress it up as in, look at me, I'm such a go-getter, I'm I'm so active and I'm so strong, I'm climbing these big mountains and achieving so much. But I think probably what they're doing is, and when I get to the top, oh my God, I'm not going to look backwards because I might actually have to admit a few things about myself that I'm not very comfortable with. So I'm just going to keep busy climbing the next mountain. And distracting people with my prowess. Well, I would go
0: so far as to say that the most important person that they're distracting is not other people, but themselves. themselves. Yes, exactly.
1: Um, It's so common, isn't it, when people go for couples counselling, that they think, yeah, yeah, it's going to sort the relationship out because the counsellor's going to tell, pointing at their partner, what you're doing wrong. Yes. And then the reality of actually being challenged is... No, no, you're going to look inside yourself and find find the things that you are bringing to the relationship that are good, bad, or indefinitely. And
0: interestingly, you know, we talk about couples counselling in the sense of personal relationship. Mm -hmm. But, of course, every relationship has that dynamic. Yeah. You are the common denominator. You take you into every single relationship. Yeah. And we've talked, um, you know, um, off-programme, about the, the challenges where people work for, um, for um, line managers and mm-hmm. bosses yes. who have an unreasonable expectation, yes. who um, are, are capricious in their way of thinking, but they keep changing their minds, yeah. um, and how difficult it is to actually manage that. Well, mm-hmm. that's true in personal relationships, whether you're talking about your significant other, whether you're talking about your parents, your friends. Yes. You know, how many times does something happen with your friend, um, one's friend, I'm not necessarily talking about ours, yeah. um, where something happens and you make an instant judgment about what they've done and why they've done it, yes. rather than taking a step back yeah. and observing. Is this a one-off or is this a pattern? Yes, um, And of course, there's a, a great deal of difference between somebody who's, unreasonably, um, behaving unreasonably, if it's a one-off, then there's usually a jolly good reason for that. Mm. Whereas if it's a pattern, then it's a very different element.
1: Yeah. And I think also the fact that, to be honest, sitting on top of a mountain and observing, to me, feels like a very beautiful thing to do. Presumably you've got beautiful landscapes got the curvature of the earth inside your view. and All these sort of fantastic images come to my mind when somebody uses that analogy. And I think, actually, that would be a great gift to oneself, to just sit and observe. Yes. And and actually, I think you might, yeah, you could learn how to climb better the next time yes. by studying. Having the opportunity
0: to study the next mountain, yes. possibly. I think it's interesting. Yes. I had a, um, a text message from a client today mm-hmm. who's mm-hmm. going through um, a challenging time at the moment. And, you know, she was saying that she's feeling today, she's got up and she's feeling, she's got lots of dark thoughts and she's struggling with anxiety. And I just reminded her that, you know, you get more of what you focus on. Mm. So uh, the more you focus on feeling uh, that that life is challenging, the more challenging life feels. Mm. And it's a bit like climbing your mountain, the more... Challenging you believe your mountain to be mm-hmm. the more challenging. It actually is because mm-hmm. you're less resourced yeah. um, And one of the things was to say to her that One of the things that will help is get out in nature. Go and look at, at things um, That give you pleasure mm-hmm. Recognize the stuff to be grateful for. Yes, and it's the daily equivalent isn't it of observing at the top of the mountain. Yes. We don't. You know, we've been using this metaphor all through this program, but actually, your mountain can be sitting in your armchair. Oh, it yes. can be walking yes. along the road. It can be in the shower. Yes. It's about stopping and being in the moment. Yes. It's about being prepared to look in, because for so many people, they look outside of them. for yes. The answers. Yes, they look for the next mountain to, to offer them mm. the, the the panacea for whatever ails them. Mm. When actually, looking within, if you can be brave enough to do that, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about looking within and beating yourself up. Far no. from it. No. But being recognising what an amazing being mm. you are, and accepting your frailty your vulnerability mm, yeah. and at the same time wanting to be the best version of you that you can be
1: so so that totally makes me think of a conversation i had with my uh, teenage daughter who yeah. is uh, really getting into her art and she really really wants to do well in her art classes and um, she spent a lot of time on a particular homework piece took it in and the teacher went around the class saying to the to the, to the pupils oh great shading and and then he got to hers and he went yep yeah, and moved on she came out of, of school that and she said I've got I've got to redo it I've, I've rubbed it all out and I've got to redo it it wasn't good enough and so I inquired what had happened and got told the story she just had a yelp and others had had great shading nice outline so just because uh, a teacher hadn't used quite the right sentence for what she felt she needed she negated everything that she'd done and started again so I, I said to her well look you know, it's it's absolutely fine if you feel that you could do a better job or yeah. you want more practice or whatever, but please don't take start this from a you want the teacher's validation constantly. He can advise you on techniques and tools yes. and you know, shortcuts of, mm-hmm. of how to achieve something. He can give you a framework. Yes. But ultimately, and you know, art is a very good example of this, it is you that brings the creativity to it. It is your interpretation of what you see. And nobody can criticise that. Nobody can say that that's good or bad. They can have an opinion, yes. yeah? But nobody can actually say, this yeah. is the truth of it, it's bad. Um, because Picasso is Picasso. John Constable is John Constable. And d- do people stand in front of a Picasso and criticise it? Yes. There's lots do of them people do, yes. Do people stand in front of John Constable and criticise it? Yes. Does that make them right?
0: No. Oh. Mm. <laughs> now, if we took that, um, I absolutely agree with what you're saying. Mm. But let's take it back into the context of being given feedback by somebody yeah. that doesn't actually match what you, your blueprint of what you think it should do. Yeah. And we're all very good at creating these, you know, it should look like this, the feedback I get should be, in this shape, in that way. I should yes. be loved in this way. Yes. I should have um, people's approval in this way or I'm of no account. Yes. Um, your daughter made a, a story up about yeah. it and that's what we all do. Yes. Now, wouldn't it have been interesting if she had gone to a member of staff yes. and said, you said yes. What did you mean? Yes. I'd like you to give me some, um, some critique. Yes. What do you think is... what?" Is there anything that's good about the picture? And if so, what? In terms of form yeah. and technique. Yeah. And how might I improve that? Yes. And had she had the, the confidence to do that, a very different yeah. response would have been gained. Now, put that into the work context, or the, yeah. uh, the couple context. Yeah. How often do we interpret a throwaway comment, or a comment, mm. and make meaning of it, which is entirely of our production, Mm -hmm. and may or may not be the reality, Mm -hmm. but because we don't ask, and Mm -hmm. of course there are ways of doing that, not in terms of an aggressive challenge, but Mm -hmm. just, I'm curious, please could you um, elaborate, um, I think we would have far happier couples, far happier work practices than we do now. Yes, Because we are great ones, every single one of us is actually An author, we are the author of our life story. Yes, and people like to create uh, a story which puts them in a very um, challenging character. Yes, why don't we write the story where we're the hero or the heroine?
1: Exactly, and to be fair, my my daughter would hear that and think of it as another mountain to climb. Uh, Yes, indeed. Because. For lots of reasons, not not just because of the system they're in, but because of her age and you know,
0: being a teenager is it's not tough, fun, is it?
1: it? Yeah. And and, it's, and actually, it's a very um, you're risking by asking for you know clarification and yes. advice. You are risking hearing that actually, when you said yes, you meant, God, oh, that's really rubbish. But I was just trying to be nice in the moment. You are risking that.
0: You risk rejection. <laughs> yes. You risk hearing something that you don't want to hear. Yeah. And therein lies the challenge. Yes. And I think for many people, the sitting, observing, is they're frightened of what they will see. Yes. They are frightened that they're not going to measure up. Yes. But whilst they are moving forward, whilst they're climbing, there is a sense of achievement in the momentum that is gathered. But as soon as you're still, then there's no defense, is there? There's nothing between you and having to make a judgment. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, one of the other things that I'd like to say about this is if you look at people like Bill Gates, for example, Mm -hmm. who's had a life full of what pretty well everybody would say is huge achievement and huge mountain climbing. Yeah suddenly got to, or got to a point, I don't know if it was sudden, where the mountains weren't enough. Mm -hmm. And what he recognised is that his true purpose came in giving service, in putting something back, in doing things for others. And I think for many people, they are searching, they're searching for the mountain to observe, Mm -hmm. really. They're so busy climbing, they don't know. So what is my purpose? What am I here for? Yeah. What is the legacy that I would like to leave? Yeah. And I believe that you have to become an observer of yourself. yes, And m- critical in the sense of open to being, you know, light and shade. Yes. Um, but not critical in the sense of beating yourself up. Mm. Uh, and I think there's, for me, a huge qualitative difference between giving a critique which is developmental, yes. and being critical, which is about closing somebody down, making somebody feel small, yes. even if that's
1: your or especially if that's yourself. Yes, well I think people find it much easier to be horrible to themselves than they do to another, another person.
0: It's interesting, isn't <laughs> it, how critical we you are know. of ourselves. Yes. And I suspect that when we're talking about people looking back and reflecting on their performance in any given situation, or their lives, or looking at, at who they are as people mm. much more inclined to look at the, the gaps and the negative things and the things that they like about themselves so oh, yeah i mean that makes acknowledge of, the good thing yeah that
1: list of project what 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 could we do
0: better will often be about all the things that went wrong so yeah. i'd like to change the language yeah. so what could have been even better yes Presupposition yes. is it wasn't bad yeah. but there are always ways to develop and to yes. grow yes and i think that you know, if you just insert that simple word, yeah. it makes things feel different.
1: Yeah, and, and actually recognise that celebrating your strengths and what you were
0: really good at doing, what really yes. turned out well,
1: yeah, it is probably probably the best place to start and possibly, you know, where you really need to put most of 80% of your focus because um, it's not always about filling in the weaknesses. Sometimes you're weak at something for a very good reason and, and actually concentrate on your strength and the weakness will fade away.
0: Or find somebody else who has that strength yes. and who likes doing it. Yes. But interestingly for me, you know, when you are looking at your strengths, well, one of the things that I think people often fail to do is to recognise, so what makes me good at that? Yeah. What, is that what is it that I'm doing yeah. or being? Yeah. Or how are we operating as a, a collective? Yeah. that makes that work so well. So we can <coughs> reproduce that. Yes. And so instead of learning from it and being able to be secure in the knowledge that actually if we want this end result, we have a, a formula, we have a pattern, we have a way of, of, of being and doing. Yes. Um that it it's left to chance mm-hmm. whether it's successful the next time And I think that's such a waste of, of opportunity in learning. Yes. So
1: to going back to that, that particular uh, personality, um, it it sounded like, um, like a like a justification for 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 something in his own his own sort of headspace. Uh, I would I would like to say that um, if I get when I get to the end of my life, that I would like to say that I've climbed many mountains, but I've spent an equal amount of time sitting and observing and checking that um, that I was happy with the horizon. And I think it that if you try to approach it from a balance of, you will have busy times, you will have times when you're just focused on putting one foot in front of the other up a steep incline, Yeah. but that when you get to the top, you do give yourself the gift of some introspection, some observation, some reflection on, I did that really well and I should be really proud of myself there and, and I'm going to try and repeat that kind of thing again, versus, hmm, I've got some weaknesses there. You know, what can I do about them to mitigate
0: them next time? I think the only thing I would add to that is, I think it's also time to actually enjoy the journey.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, You know, I'm reminded of my sister saying to me when I was uh, ahead, you know, it is important that you actually give yourself time to stop and enjoy where you are, Mm -hmm. rather than constantly striving. Yeah. And I think, yes, sit and observe on the mountain, but actually give your time yourself the, the time to be in the moment and enjoy yeah. um what's going on there.
1: Yeah. Because it's a classic thing, isn't it, where we, we see celebrities and people that we sort of put up on pedestals yeah. and we think of them. And often they will say in, in retrospect to their to the high point of their careers yes. I was so busy, I, I didn't actually enjoy it that much, no. I didn't actually get to really experience all of it. So an observer is thinking, oh my God, they're having a great life, with yes. the glamour and all this, yeah. but the reality of it for them is that they are literally focused on their climbing this, yes. scaling this, this, and, and I always, whenever I hear a celebrity say that, I have slightly mixed feelings, because <laughs> so I sort of think out of festival problems type of approach, but But actually, what a great sadness because not many people get to have that kind of
0: experience.
1: But I think. Even even you've had it.
0: (laughs) But it's important to recognise that we are each the celebrity of our own lives. And that, you know, whilst they give us a great um, lesson, Mm. in that, you know, even with lots of money and lots of people supporting them that they do not take the time to enjoy Mm -hmm. being in the moment. Mm -hmm. We've talked about this in in other programs. We only have this moment, moment by moment. And I think it's been a great life lesson for me is to recognize that enjoying and appreciating Mm -hmm. the the moment, even at times when that's tricky Mm -hmm. and challenging, Mm -hmm. that there are things to appreciate in that Yes, and that you know that life is a great adventure we do not any of us no. know what the next minute and the next is going to bring no. and we can't change the past we have the now yeah. and so I would say to all of you who are involved in 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 this program you know, recognize that you can choose to observe to enjoy mm. to reflect that is your choice. Yes. But if you don't do that, then you're missing out.
1: Yeah, excellent.
0: Yeah. And that, you know, that there is much to be gained from that approach. Yeah. And the, the finding the space between the thoughts, yes. the, the recognising how often we create the story, and choosing to create a, a more empowering mm-hmm. one um, is something which is down to us. Mm-hmm. Our lives, our, our responsibility, our emotional state belongs to us, yeah. unless we choose to give it to somebody else. Yeah. So I'd like to say thank you very much for joining us today. It's been really great to have you. Um, we'd love to know what you think. Please let us know either through um, the chat box or go to the website www.genuinely-u.com and you can also find a free digital download of my latest book, Thriving, Not Surviving, The 5 Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success and Fulfillment. Um, You can get a free digital download from there. So thanks again and I look forward to seeing you on the next one. Thank you. This is Gina Gardner, your host on Passionate World Radio. Thanks for joining us. Take care. Bye now. You've just been listening to another great Genuinely You podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Genuinely You is a culmination of Gina's work, spanning over 30 years, of helping people learn what makes them feel happy and truly fulfilled, and how to achieve it. Please visit genuinely-you.com today to find out more.